0: Hello. How is everyone's fine morning? What day is it? Today's Thursday. How lovely is that? Um, sadly, I am alone today, no guest. You just have to listen to me again. What a shame. I am actually in a study room, <laughs> shocking, On um, at Emily's, who was the guest last week, at her accommodation for uni. And I used to live here, so I knew that they had study rooms. And I was like, Emily, um, can you please like book me a study room? I, 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 I can't record a podcast in my house with both my roommates home. They will hear everything. And I mean, they hear me talking to myself in my room anyway, but like, it's just like, I, I would be conscious that they can hear me and I don't really want them to hear me. So I was like, can they please book a room? So I booked the room, I'm in here, and I'm looking around. And I hope it's soundproof, for one, because that would be quite awkward. Um, but also as if people do not fuck in here. <laughs> like there I, there is no cameras. The door can lock. You have to be in like a certain building to open the door anyway. And like, yes, there is a window that faces like a whole car park, but at night, if you don't put any lights on, like that, that would be so easy. And plus, there's like little cha- chairs and beanbags, like as if people have not fucked in here. There has definitely been babies conceived in here, or an orgy. There's been an orgy or two. <laughs> sure, and there's so much space. <laughs> there's so much space for activities. Anyway, what a start to the episode. Um, I found out actually that there are a few like I think what did I put up I think I put up a, like a poll like a week ago about sex or like dating or something or something uh, or like oh no it was watching me like okay so last weekend not last week last week's episode I did a segment and it's like oh how how do you watch sex scenes with your mom and I put um a poll up on the podcast, Instagram, asking, how how do you watch sex scenes with your mum? And there was, like, a few responses of people saying, I am, like, 12 years old, like, I don't watch sex scenes. And I'm like, why are you listening to my podcast? <laughs> you are 12. You should not be hearing half the stuff I am telling you. Like, this is not a family-friendly podcast in my eyes. If I was 12, I would not be listening to this. Like, it's not caller Daddy level of, like, explicit... But like, it's not, it's not, you know, fresh and fierce and family friendly. I wouldn't say it's a PG rating. I would say borderline MA. So mature audience, if you don't, if you're not know Australian. Uh, um, <laughs> lol. I don't even know if those rating, parental guidance ratings are like strictly Australian or what, if you're, a, if you're from any other country than Australia and New Zealand, obviously, and you, what are your parental guidance? ratings on movies cuz i'm i'm quite in, interested but um yeah i'm like you guys shouldn't be listening to my podcast anyway you are young like <laughs> i don't like i know that those are the type of people who are only listening because they know my brother and that is the only like that is the only reason they are listening and i'm like and i'm here to tell you you probably shouldn't be listening but i mean keep supporting me do you do you but like it's probably not appropriate but um you do you. Oh, okay. Also, um, I'm wearing a playsuit right now. Who the fuck invented playsuits? Who? I bet it was men. I actually know. It's such a, like, a powerful, like, oh, I don't know. No, 100% it was a man. I, no, I, I can just feel it. I can just feel it. The proportions are always off on playsuits. And you can just feel, like, they they wanted something, like, that was still, like, girly but, like, it had shorts, so they'd be like, wow, that's so manly. Like, I bet this was invented in, like, the 60s or something, and they are like, yeah, the man who created that was like, we're really doing something here, but the proportions are off. Actually, you know what, just shorts in general. The shorts and playsuits just do not love my legs. Like, they are uncomfortable. The proportions are not right. They always ride up, and it's just uncomfortable. And, like, look, I love a good playsuit, but, like... One, how do I pee? Like that is also a man invention. Like I have to get fully naked in a toilet stall to go to the toilet, and that is just something that that is something a man would do. He would do that to women. Um, also, the shorts always ride up on my thighs unless you have the thigh gap of gaps. You could not, for the life of you, wear these playsuits without it riding up your vagina. It's, it's not fresh or fierce and it's very fucking annoying and I'm wearing one and I had to walk like literally 100 metres and it was painful. I was waiting for the walk to be over and it was dreadful and I hated every second but the play suit is cute but it also rides up my fucking clit. So I'm not <laughs> happy about that. Anyway, that's, that, that is <coughs> something that was just on my mind as of the last five minutes oh my god it's twelve twelve on the clock another angel number eh. i keep seeing angel numbers everywhere like angel numbers are really like my personality trait at the moment i'm sorry <laughs> i just jump from topic to topic I don't i uh, but that also reminds me i was in class <laughs> for uni oh, what day was it um tuesday and because i do art it goes for four hours, of, like of practical art, and we were doing like portraits, and but we were doing so, like um, life portraits or whatever the fuck it's called. Anyway, um, so someone had to sit on a chair for like f- um ten minutes each round because it goes for four hours. We had about well, like four rounds each, and and you we take turns drawing each other in like different ways or whatnot. Um, those, blah, blah. <laughs> those were the longest 10 minutes of my fucking life. And look, this is not a new revelation to me. I have probably known this for quite some time, but I'm pretty sure I have ADD or ADHD. Um, I'm not self diagnosing because I couldn't sit still for 10 minutes. Like, no, that's not it. I'm pretty sure I've been, I had, like, I had a feeling I've had this for a good few years, but I'm just too stubborn and yeah stubborn pretty much to go get actually diagnosed because it takes a lot it takes a lot and I don't have the money and I don't (laughs) and I don't have the time or the energy to go through all of that I so yes I probably do need medicine because I cannot focus to save myself and I cannot stay on one topic or sit still or do anything like we were watching the Meghan Markle and um Harry Oprah special the other day me and my friends and I just couldn't sit still I was like we got to I think halfway or when Harry just got into the interview and I was like I right, guys we need to pause I I need to go for a walk or something I need to do something where I'm not just sitting on the lounge like I'm losing interest and I'm losing focus and I can't I need to move <laughs> like so it is getting to a point where I'm like I should probably go get self diagnosed because it's affecting. Everything I can't stop thinking. Is that like, I don't even know. Anyway, nothing about that. I know I'm going to get hate because people are like, you're self-diagnosing. It's like, well, no, honey. No, Karen. I'm not. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99% sure I have this. So it's not trendy either. Like, why the fuck would you want ADHD? Like, no, this shit sucks. I wish I could just sit still for 10 minutes. Or I wish I could just not fidget or anything, anyway, whatever, moving on. This is not the topic I wanted to talk about. (laughs) Um, what did I wanna talk about? There was something, see, losing focus. It's, it is so annoying. Um, hang on, let me go into my notes app. I got them written down in my notes app. Okay, so I'm gonna give a little life update. I keep clenching my jaw. I don't know why. I've heard that it is about stress, like when you're more stressed, you clench your jaw, but I can't unclench my jaw and I don't know how to unclench the jaw. And it is really getting painful and wearing headphones because I'm at uni and I'm like listening to lectures or I'm in tutorials online and, or like I'm, I don't know, on my phone or something because I have headphones in all the time and I'm, and I'm clenching my jaw, I'm getting headaches, ear infections, like my fucking jaw hurts. Like it is painful. And I also think that when I had my wisdom teeth out, he dislocated my jaw and now it's like crooked. So I can't like get that, how, surely I can sue. Surely there is some system in place where I can sue him. He dislocated my face. Like, it doesn't look the same. And also, my jaw is clenching. (laughs) Like, help a girl out. Help a sister out. And, like, I say, I go for these walks. I go for, like, I try to do these daily walks along a boardwalk, like, that looks on the ocean. So there's all these families and, like, people, like, I don't know, in their leisure wear, athleisure, athleisure wear, walking on the boardwalk as well and because I'm clenching my jaw it hurts so I'm trying to unclench it when I'm walking and when I'm walking I go into this like other zone where I'm not paying attention to anyone around me I'm listening to a podcast I'm not really I don't really give a shit if people see me but I realise that I'm doing this weird-ass fucking face. Like, I'm doing this, like, ah, Like, I can't explain it. You need a visual of how I'm doing it. But it is, like, the funniest thing. Like, I looked in the mirror when I got home and did the face, and I was like, holy shit, if I saw that walking towards me on the fucking boardwalk, I would run for the hills. I would be calling the police right there and then I would be getting out my taser and I would be zapping them like that is terrifying it looks like I'm possessed and I was like I would hate that like anyway I don't know how to stop that so that's like an issue like it's clenching right now <laughs> like and people are like oh are you grinding your teeth when you're asleep? and I'm like I don't know I'm asleep how am I supposed to be, like, awake and be like, oh, yes, I am I am grinding the teeth. I should stop. Like, no, I'm asleep. I'm in the middle of my REM cycle. Like, I can't be doing that. So there's that issue. <laughs> so that was one of the issues of this week. Um... Another issue is that kind of goes into the topic that I was going to talk about today, or the segment, because I'm so professional, that I have a segments. Um, <laughs> but no, what was I seeing now? I lost my focus again. What was I talking about? Ah, right. Ha-ha. <laughs> ha Okay. Well, this week has been an emotional roller coaster, as one will say. Also, some could say that I'm getting my period. Or some can say it's just PMS. Actually, it sounds like PMS. That would actually make sense. I swear my period was like a week ago. Um, Okay, so it's PMS. Okay, that's good to know. But it has nevertheless been the most emotional, not really, that's a bit dramatic, but it has been very emotional. And I'll tell you why. I will tell you why. Okay, I'm gonna start from the beginning. So, there is a guy in my class, in one of my art classes, look. I am a third year and most of these kids – and I'm doing a first year uni class. So, most of these kids in my class are first years, meaning they're, like, 18. So, I hope to God who's 18. But (laughs) not that it would make much of a difference. I am 19 years old. But, like, it doesn't make much of a difference. But because I'm a third year and I hang out with, like, older kids, like, half my friends are, like, 21 or they're older. Like, I don't really have a friend who's younger than 21 or, like, 20 for that matter. Um... I mean, because they're all older, I feel like I'm older than what I am. And also I am pretty mature in itself, which comes from trauma. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, this guy in my class, he's, like, attractive. Like, he's not ugly. But there is something about him that reminds me of someone. And, like, he's, like, ever since I first saw him, like, he reminds me of someone not really in the way he looks but in the way his vibe is and the way he carries himself and the way he walks and, like, kind of in the way he looks at me. Like, when we, like, glance at each other in the room, there is a hate in his eyes. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like, not a hate, like an annoyance. Like, like I know you, you're annoying me. <laughs> but, like, I like you at the same time. It's a, weird, it's a weird balance. It's like a weird look. And only a few people will understand this look. It's like, I don't like you but I love you at the same time that is the look I'm guessing this is what marriage is like like I'm guessing this is what the look you get from your husband in like 40 years of marriage is like anyway so that's so that's what he looks like and he he walks like like someone I know and I don't know just like his vibe and like the way I I guess the way he dresses too is kind of like familiar and then but I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint who the fuck it was I was like who the fuck does this guy look like who is he reminding me of I just can't think of it and the other night oh like literally maybe two nights ago I had a dream and this was the weirdest dream like I was vivid like I, I can remember thinking in my dream like I remember dreaming but like it was kind of like I was floating over my dream and being like Yeah, this is a weird dream to be having. Like, I remember thinking in my dream, this is a weird dream to be having. Like, I was very aware that I was dreaming, but I stayed asleep. Like, I didn't wake up, which is so weird. I don't know if that's lucid dreaming or not, but, like, I didn't plan on lucid dreaming if that's what it was. Anyway, it was all a very weird dream. It was about, like, I was in high school. Like, I do not dream about anyone that isn't from my high school. Like sometimes there'll be a rare occasion when I'll dream of people who I met like in the last three years, like at uni or anything, or where I'm living now. Like I never dream about where I'm living now. I only dream about high school and that's it. Or high school or like nothing. Like I literally don't dream often. All the dreams I do remember, they are about high school or they have people from high school in them. Which is so weird. Like, they very rarely do I dream about anyone in my, like, present or recent life. It's a very odd. But, yeah, so we were at high school. I think it was, like, a formal thing. So weird. It was, like, we were at a formal, like, or a prom. But, like, it was also a school camp, so we were sleeping in this hall. And <laughs> it was, like, the weirdest situation. Anyway, and then I was sitting next to Emily, who was... Um, on the podcast last week, if you listen to that, go listen to it, the, um, yeah, so I was sitting next to her, and then, and then this guy, who I've, like, I've talked about him before briefly, but I've had a crush on this guy, like, forever, like, since I first met him in, like, kindergarten, I've had a crush on this guy, um, and he was there, and he wanted to, like, sit next to me or something, or, like, I don't know, which he never did, never did. like, he did not like me at all, like, he hated me, um, but... Anyway, so that's not relevant at all. But then I woke up and um, I also haven't dreamt about this guy for a while because I haven't liked – like, I like him and I feel – I will go into this topic next – after I tell everything. But I haven't dreamt about him in a while because I'm not – like, I don't know, I'm not really into him that much anymore. So that's why I was thinking, well, this is a weird dream to be having in my dream because I haven't dreamt of him in a while. Anyway – then the next day I go to, like, I'm at the uni, um, 8, 8.30, he walks in the class, I'm like, oh, holy shit, that's the guy he reminds me of, that is the dude, he reminds me of my fucking old crush, and it was, it threw me through a, wr- a ringer. I was like, fuck, <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't know why it threw me through such an emotional vacuum, I didn't care <laughs> that he looks like... Like, he doesn't even look like him. I didn't care that he reminded me of him. It's not like I'm, you know, I'm like, searching for my old crush. Oh, like, what can we call my crush? Because I hate calling him a crush. Like, what can I call him? Um, Rob. Okay, his name's Rob. <laughs> Robert. Okay, Robert. Yeah, nice. Oh, Norman. I kind of like Norman. Nah, Robert. Okay, so <laughs> it's not like I'm looking for a Robert in every situation in my life. And if anything, I've actually been very distant towards my my crush or my love for Robert at the moment. Like in the last few months. And actually have started to like someone else. So I was like, well I'm not into Robert anymore. So why am I looking for Rob like why am I I I don't know. It was really confusing and it threw me through an emotional roller coaster and then I was like do I still like Robert? Do I do I like this guy? This new guy? Like, do I actually have a, a new crush on this other new guy? No, not the guy in my class. Like, the guy. Out. Oh, fuck! There's too many people to this story. Okay. Not the guy in my class. I don't have a crush on the guy in my class. Like, I could not care less about this man. But (laughs) so I'm talking, like, do I actually like this other guy who I've liked for the last few months? Or do I like Robert and I'm just using him as a coping mechanism? Like, it's all very confusing. It's all very confusing. But this will bring me into my topic of love. Okay. I have been waiting for this motherfucker. This motherfucking topic. I've waited. I actually don't know why I haven't really done a topic on this for a while because I love talking about love. I love it. Even though I hate love, I also love it. Love sucks. It sucks ass. But it's also the best thing in the world. Like, it honestly is. I love love, but I love to hate love. It's a really... It's a thin line. So, like, on a good day, if I'm feeling good, if I'm feeling, you know in control of my life, if I'm feeling independent, if I'm feeling love or loved um, or anything, and I see a couple and they're kissing and they look happy, I'll be like, oh, that's sweet. But if I'm in a bad day, even a bad two seconds, (laughs) like two seconds later, and I see that same couple and I'm, I suddenly switched my moods and they're kissing in front of me, I will all hell will break loose not really I will just be like oh fuck off with your fucking PDA fuck off or I'll be like oh my god that's so cute I want that so it's a very thin line with the love but I do love a good chat about love I mean I have a tattoo like always that's always tattoo I have that is literally like loving someone so much that you will always love them. Like I, I that, it, it sounds fucking stupid, but like an always love is really hard to find and quite rare. Like there, how many people have been in love like so deeply where they literally will die for that person and they will always love that person even if they don't end up with that person, even if they're not with that person, or you know, that person ends up with someone else or like, I don't know, something happens or they die goth it or some shit I don't know but they will always love that person that is a very rare type of love okay that is like soulmate shit um so I have a tattoo of that so it's like I do like talking about this topic which actually reminds me I was out the other night and I was with this guy like I was in my group but like there was this guy who I've like you know I've talked to maybe like three times he's like a mutual friend of my friend and I've talked to him maybe like three times and every time I'm like drunk so (laughs) I was talking to him about you know love and tattoos and stuff and they're like we were talking for like an hour about love and shit because he just went through a breakup and he was like at at the end of the conversation he was like I haven't seen you this deep before like it's good to see you as a deep human and I was like what the fuck that's a bit weird (laughs) but he's like yeah well every time I talk to you Every time I, like, talk to you, you're, like, drunk and, like, yeah, you know, like, I'm a floater. I like to call myself a floater. I float to groups or I float to people when I'm out or at a party. And, like, I have, you know, I can have a deep conversation, but, like, most of the time because I'm floating so often between people, it's not a very deep conversation. It's more, like, funny, ha-ha, sarcasm, you know, uh... Can you hear all of that? I can't. I just realized that there's so many noises happening. Um, and but yeah, okay. But then there's like you know like funny, haha. Like the you know quick little story. There's nothing deep happening. And then he's like, yeah, and also like you're always drunk, and there's like you always like don't talk very deep. And I was like, yeah, but why would I hang out with you sober? For one, <laughs> that sounds painful and dreadful. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I was like, oh OK, OK, I don't know if that's an insult or not, but OK, I'll take it. Um, so I just like went back and to like to hear if you could hear the noises that were happening. And you definitely can. There's like a low growl noise happening. Um, that's nothing scary. Don't don't fret. I'm sorry that you heard a noise. Um, I shut the I shut the windows now, so hopefully you can't hear it. But when I used to live here, I used to always hear that noise. And I, do, I don't I do know what that noise is. I could not tell you what that noise is. Like, it could be a truck, but it happens constantly. And I'm like, I don't think there's that many trucks going past the uni. I don't know what that noise is, but I'm very sorry. Anyway, back to love. Um, I don't really remember what I was talking about. <laughs> I guess I can get into the questions now. So I put up a poll on the podcast Instagram. If you haven't, um, like followed the podcast Instagram, I do post a lot of things that relate to the podcast. Like I will post polls on what the new podcast episode, like when I'm recording it, this like is so hard. Like, why am I making everything so complicated to say I post stuff on the podcast Instagram about the upcoming, epi- upcoming episode and, like, you know, like, suggestions on what it should be about, what segments. So if you want to input on, like, episode segments or, like, episode topics or anything or any of that stuff, follow that, the Bitmuch Instagram. It's at Pod. No spaces. Anyway, moving on. So I I asked a question and what what did I ask? I asked, um, do you guys have any questions you want me to answer about love or something? Um, So I'm going to... And you I actually got a few questions about that. I also did um, another poll about music, which will be the next segment, if I feel like talking about that. Um, (laughs) So here are... So the first question um, is, do you believe in soulmates, platonic or romantic? I hundred percent believe in soulmates, or not like not necessarily soul. I don't know if I believe in souls or not. I'm very on the fence with souls, but I am very. Um, aware that we are all made up of energy and that this is also gonna go into astrology a little bit, but like I don't mean it to go into astrology when I talk about this, but we're all made up of energy. Literally everything that you see, everything on the planet, everything in space and if everything in the universe is made up of energy. So how are we not all connected and how like aren't, you know, certain energies attracted to one energy and like, you know, how are certain, you know like talking about like astrology and stuff, like we are such a small amount of energy on this planet in a universe that is endless of energy, like as if and like full of energy and like full of like different, I don't know, shit. I don't, I don't know about science, but <laughs> as if all of that energy in the universe that is way bigger than what we are have an effect on us. So I also feel the same way about like soulmates, if you will, like how does what, like, you know, there's so much types of like energy between humans as if there's not like two or like a few like I feel like you're you will have many soulmates I don't think there's just one soulmate for one person like that's ridiculous there is like what over seven billion people on this planet I'm sure you have more than one soulmate that's ridiculous um so I feel like you'll have like soulmates who are like best friends and then, like, you were platonic, no, no, like, no sexual or anything. No, like, emo- like, it's just, you know, your best friends. And those can be, like, soulmates. And then there's, like, the romantic ones. So I definitely believe in soulmates. I feel like you'll meet many in your life. I don't think you'll just meet one. And that's maybe why, you know, which goes into the next question, do you believe in marriage? That's maybe why marriages don't always work out because you're only supposed to be with one soulmate for one certain like amount of time. Like maybe you're supposed to meet that soulmate for a part of your life, grow with them for that part of your life. They were supposed to only be there for that part of your life and then you move on to your next soulmate and they're there for that part of your life. And maybe that's why marriages just don't work out. But, or like, you know, people cheat or whatnot, I don't know. But, yes, I do believe in soulmates. Just I feel like there's many types of soulmates and many, many. I feel like you have many soulmates in your life, not just one or two, but many. Um, Yes. So the next question is, do you believe in marriage? Um, There's also a lot of marriage questions, so I'm kind of just going to read them all out and just answer them all in bulk. The next one is, like, do you think marriage is the be-all, end-all in life? Um what's the next one is marriage worth it I'm not married so I wouldn't know if it's worth it but <laughs> hold up a second I am 19 um and what age do you get married and that 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 stuff so all that marriage stuff um see so yeah, it look I love the idea of marriage I think it's a very personal thing I don't think everyone should be like I'm I understand why not everyone likes marriage or understands it or wants it. Like, sometimes marriage is just... It isn't for everyone. And it isn't... Like, I think that thinking about, like, oh, you will be one person for the rest of your life is a very stupid and very ob- obnoxious and oblivious way to look at it. Like, it's... it's Like, when once you start looking at it like a lifetime commitment to just one person that's when you will start to resent it and hate it. And that is like the most negative way to look at it. I think if you love someone so much, you wanna spend, you know, a majority chunk of your life with them and because they're like your best friend who is also like your lover and like you just love them that much that you wanna be with them for, you know, a, a reasonable chunk of your life. I think that's beautiful, like, why? that's really beautiful, I think, that commitment. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I think the whole divorce and I think that can all really ruin the meaning of marriage. I feel like it doesn't have to be legal. I think the whole legal side of it really ruins the magic of, love, like, love and, like, the whole point of marriage. I also don't like the idea of marrying for money or marrying for security or marrying for anything other than, uh, like, a love, like an always love. Like, I feel like if you, you feel an always love with someone, you should definitely marry them. And I feel like those marriages always work because they're, you know, based on love and not based on anything else. But I think people have a bad idea about love because of the whole legal side and um, security and the money side and all of the wrong reasons people get married. Like, they're forced together. Like, my I I, I didn't grow up around a stable marriage. My mum, I don't think, has ever been married. My parents weren't married. Um, They, you know, broke up when I was, like, six. So I was never really around a stable marriage. And that's the same with a lot of people. And so that's what I grew up with marriage. So it's not like I grew up with a really positive outlook on marriage. But I think that kind of helped me in a way to realise what a good marriage would be. And or a good partnership. I like the term partnership too because, like, I feel like that's a nice way of looking at it. They're your partner. They're your, like, you know, your lifelong partner. But, like, I don't know. I think it really helped me see a positive side on what a a good marriage would be or should be. Um, I know that my brother has a completely different view on it. He doesn't like it. And that's, I mean, we we're obviously raised in the same environment. So that's like, his outlook and on it. And that's what he took away from marriage. And I took away the opposite, which is completely fine. And both are valid, but I like marriage and I can't wait to be married. I can't wait to meet a person who I'm like, I want to be with this person for the rest of my life. Like, I can't wait for that. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And that's fine. And that's I'm hoping we can still be friends and a divorce or anything that's not messy or anything. And it ruins our like friendship that we have. But, like, I can't wait to fall into an always love for someone and want to be with them forever. Like, I think that sounds so beautiful and fairytale-ish. So, yeah, I believe in marriage. I like marriage. But I don't believe in it for the wrong reasons. So... I guess it's worth it, I guess. It's also not the end all of life. If if you, if you that is the way you're thinking of marriage, you should not get married, like ever. Like, you have the negative view of marriage. Like, don't get married if you think that is you ending your life. Like, no, that is terrible. You should not think of it like that at all. If you ever feel forced to get married, do not get married. If you do not love that person, do not get married. If you are getting... Married for money, security. Your parents want like the guy. You don't like him. Don't or her. Don't get married. This also goes for um, same-sex couples as well. Sorry if I'm saying he or her, like he and him. He. Wait, what? That made no sense. I, I'm. So, I'm sorry if I'm saying just like I'm referring to straight relationships. I do mean for um, same-sex marriages too because. But I am straight, so I just I immediately think of that. But yes, I don't know why I got onto that. Anyway, <laughs> yes. So I do believe in marriage, but I do respect that people have different views on marriage. Also, if you're gonna ma- get married and cheat, like don't get married. <laughs> like I don't see. I don't get marriage and cheating. I do not understand it. If you. Once a cheater is always a cheater to me. If you've cheated on past relationships or you don't like commitment or you feel stuck in commitment and that's why you cheat, don't get fucking married, mate. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. I would just, and or and if your partner is like, Well, I want to be married and if you can't do that, I don't think I can be with you. Well then maybe don't be with that person. Like <laughs> it's every like, I don't know, it's just like well, you know what, just don't cheat. Or maybe have a like and then rein, like, an agreement in your marriage or something. I don't know. Like, just don't get married, maybe. Like, But that's also all of the legal side of things. Like, I, I know that there's some people who are, like, who only want to get married because they think that's the thing that they should do. Like, in life, they only want to get married because, like, well, I'm I'm old enough to get married now, so I think I should get married and start having kids. Like, no, no, you shouldn't, because then you're going to raise those kids in such a terrible environment with a terrible attitude about life, and then you're going to cause them trauma. So, do you really want that? No. And do you really want that? Like, life, that's so sad. That sounds terrible. Like, I would only marry someone if I was, like, so in love with them, like, I would die for them love like i wouldn't marry someone just because i had to or i felt like it was right or i felt forced into it like no because that's when cheating happens that's when unhappiness happens that's when bad mental health or divorce or trauma or any of that shit happens like why would you want that in your life why would you manifest that into your life by just getting married to someone that you're not like fully fully in love with like i just don't understand that But, yeah, that's my outlook on marriage. (laughs) Anyway, next question. Uh, How to make sure you found the right person? Well, okay, well, I'm, like, 19, and, like, yes, I have been in love. I do know what love feels like, and I do know what it feels like to think that you found the right person. But if you're questioning it, if you're questioning, oh, is this the right person for me, I don't think that's the right person for you. And because I feel like if you do find a soulmate or a like the right person for you at that time you're not going to question it there would be nothing for you to question like why would you think that if they're not like so I think if you do find the right per- person you're not going to question it and also as I said about soulmates I don't think there's just like one right person for everyone I think like you're going to probably have many right people like right right people right place right time like you know that kind of thing or, like, wrong, right person, wrong time. There's going to be, like, many right people for you, but it's just going to, you know, either the time won't match up or, like, I don't know, something won't match up. But, like, when you find, you know, the right person and it all everything matches up, I don't think you would question it. So that's how I feel on that. Um, yeah, next question. <laughs> how do you meet people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And especially, I didn't even know this answer before COVID, and now COVID's like fucked everything up. So like, Lord knows how you meet people, but I guess going out and like trying new things. I guess like at uni, I know that most unis or colleges have like clubs that you maybe you can join a few clubs, and you, that's how you meet people. Then I think like meeting people organically and in person is so much better than meeting people online. I do not recommend Tinder or any dating app because that's just not natural. It's not organic. It's not, I don't know, like sometimes love can blossom from it and that is so fucking rare. Like there's such a rare occasion where that happens. So I think literally meeting people organically and like through mutual friends or like when you join a club or when you like you're on campus or in a class or in the gym or like something like that. I think is very natural and organic and you can tell. And I feel like that's very much the path that you were supposed to go on. It's kind of like not forcing anything. It's not forcing a path. You're not forcing it. It's like I feel like online and like Tinder and stuff, it's very forceful. Like you know that it's either going to be a relationship or sex or it's going to be nothing. And it's very obvious that they're going to be that. When, if you meet someone organically or, like, for a party or for your mutual friends, it can... What the fuck? <laughs> I thought someone came into my room. Um, it can happen so naturally and on, and become a really positive relationship. And it could start as a friendship and then, like, turn into something else or it couldn't. And if it doesn't, it will hap- turn into a friendship. And there's no pressure around it to be anything but natural. I feel like with online dating, it's very much like you're either going to date or you're going to fuck or you're not going to talk to them ever again. That's literally it. And I hate that. Like I never go on Tinder or anything because it's so too much pressure. And it's just, I don't know, disturbing if anything. But also you can't force love. It's not easy to fall in love. You can't force it. Like I've only liked two guys ever in my life. So and I know a lot of people, so it's like you can't force it, so meeting new people doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I'm gonna meet the love of my life in this friend group like go into you know these clubs or this out like this party that your friend invited you to like if an opportunity arises, I definitely think you should take it like if your friend invites you to a party like that is an opportunity to take it that's that's how you meet new people, or like if I don't know you. Go to a class. I don't fucking know how, to, but, like, take the opportunities and don't add pressure to the opportunities. Like, don't go into the opportunities thinking, I'm going to find a partner in here. I'm going to find a boyfriend in this class. Like, no, go in it, into it, you know, hoping to meet people and hoping to form new relationships. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And that was probably because they're not the people that you were supposed to form relationships with. And yeah, oh my god, my throat is getting so dry. Okay, some girl, I think, sent in a bit of a story. It's not a story, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what it's called, like an advice. I don't know. Okay, I'll start. Her, okay. Oh my god, I'm so annoying. I'm so frazzled. (laughs) Anyway, Okay, she says... My parents are divorced and they still fight over everything regarding my sister and I and they also both complain and sort of rant about each other to me. I switch houses every week and I know what to say to them because I love them. I don't know what to say to them because, oh, yeah, I never know what to say to them because I love them both so much. I was wondering if you had any advice. Um, Okay, yeah, look. Look, I have the most similar experience to this. As I said before, I grew up, in a house where my parents were split up so my whole life was going back and forth between my mum and dad's house um, with my little brother not my older brother so yeah so me and Harry my little brother would always go to my dad's every second weekend and we'd go to my mum's and then we'd see my dad once a week for dinner and look they don't hate each other I think some advice that I can tell you is that Realising, yes, your parents are ranting about each other and, you know, they're complaining to you about each other because they are hurt. They are hurt and I I don't know, like, how to explain it. You just kind of have to disassociate from it and realise that they don't hate each other. It's not hate. Like, my parents have been doing this for years and they don't hate each other. Like, when they hang out, they're fine. They... They used to be best mates, so they don't hate each other. They're just angry and they're frustrated and they're frustrated that it didn't work out, so they take it out on you because you're, like, the closest person that would understand it, I guess. I don't... I still don't know why my parents complain. They only complain to me. They do not complain to Harry. They don't complain to my older brother. They don't... Like, they complain to, like, people, but they only would complain to me, like, seriously, like... Like like they were kind of making trying to make me pick a side, and if I, you know, if I ever said something, well, like my mum mum didn't do that to like if my dad was ranting about my mum, I'd be like, well, she doesn't, she's not that bad. Or like I said something in my mum's defence, my dad would get really mad at me, and vice versa. But at a point, you just kind of gotta go like, look, I'm the kid. Stop doing this. Work your shit out. Like, you're really just going to have to be blunt with them and be like, look, I don't like how you keep doing this to me. Don't put me in the middle. You're both my parents. I'm not going to take sides. This is your shit to work out. Don't put this on me. You're causing emotional distress on your fucking child. Stop it. Or I'm not going to talk. I'm literally just not going to, like, I'm going to disassociate when you talk about this. I'm just not going to answer you at all. And, you know, I did that to my parents. And, look, now and again, they'll still, like, complain about, each other to me but I just like disassociate or I just don't respond or I go oh okay well work it out yourself like you just have to be blunt with them and they're gonna have to realize that you're their child and you're not gonna pick sides because they're both your parents and in your eyes neither of them did that much wrong it, their marriage just didn't work out so that's no one's fault I don't know I'm just rambling on now I don't even know if I'm making sense anymore Well. Yeah, I feel like you're just gonna have to be blunt with both of them and be like, "Look, I don't like you putting me in the middle. I don't like you complaining to only me about your marriage and my appearance. Like, it's annoying. It's distressing me. So please stop." I think that's good advice. I hope. Yeah. Um, let me know any updates if you do. Sorry, I just burped. Um. I've only had one coffee today. Um like I'm about to go like when I finish this podcast I'm about to go down to campus library and get a coffee and study and I'm so excited hey next question a dirty child oh my god this is this is not a question <laughs> this is also very random so on my campus it's an outdoor campus so there's it's very big <laughs> there's about four cafes on campus and they each have different fucking coffee Look, I know that this is probably normal, but I'm not a fan of it. I don't like this. Like, why does the ca- cafe two like you know twenty meters away from the other cafe have a different chai powder? Why? It's unnecessary. Have just get the same rep- suppliers. I don't understand. like oh my god, and they're different prices and different cup sizes. It's like this is ridiculous. Like, it's very annoying. Anyway, rant over, because, actually, no, it's not, it's, the rant isn't over, because you know what? this annoying the shit out of me. So there was one cafe, and their small was $4. And when I say small, I mean it's literally the size of my palm. I was like, oh, that's a bit steep, but you know what? I'm here, ordered it, I'll, I guess I can buy it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't really have the $4 to spend on a small, dirty chai, but I guess I kind of have no choice at this moment. Um, it tasted like shit. It was disgusting. I didn't even drink it because it was so gross. Like it was like chai leaves, which I guess some people like, but like it was not a good chai leaf. <laughs> like when I ask for dirty chai, I want the sugary shit. I want the powder. I want the chemical powder. I want that shit. And there's one cafe on campus that's like for their large, which is pretty damn large, I would say it's like a 600 mil. It's $4 and they have that the sugar dirty chai powder. So I'm like, well, why would I pick them over them? Like, it's ridiculous. Anyway, rant over. <laughs> um, next question. How to get someone's attention? Okay, this is interesting. Um, be yourself. <laughs> that is the best advice I can give you. Be you. Don't try and impress people. Even if you're a people pleaser, I know that can be hard because you want to, you know, want to be the best version of yourself for that person. But like, when you think about it, if in six months and you're still, you know, faking your personality or faking being you to get this person to like you, how how long do you think you can keep that up for? Like, you can't keep that up forever. It's exhausting. You want, you want to be you. And also you want someone to like you for you. So why would you fake it? So I think the best way to get someone's attention is to be yourself and just like, you know, be unapologetically yourself don't be doubtful of your personality love your personality like just be like I'm the best version of myself that there's going to be and if he doesn't like me that's on him that's his problem because I'm awesome and he's missing out or she's missing out so honestly just be you and if that attracts them, that attracts them. That Also being confident and being yourself, being confidently yourself is literally something that always grabs attention. Like when I stopped caring what people thought about me and just was being myself, like I have never gotten like more attention. Like, wait, what? Did that make sense? I don't think, I think I phrased that wrong, but I now get attention from the people I want to get attention by, like, I don't get attention from pricks or douchebags because I don't, I'm not trying to give them what they want. I'm being me and I'm being stupid and I'm making stupid scenes and I'm talking loud and I'm being annoying and that is me and I'm unapologetically me. So that gets the attention of the people I want to get attention of, if that makes sense. So yeah, just be you, be you, be confident, be loud. If you're loud, be quiet, if you're quiet, like, If being you will attract the people that should be in your life or you are are the most positive in your life, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm getting delusional, guys. Oh, (laughs) my brain is frying itself. Okay. Um, Do you think there's anything wrong about being married at a young age or what age do you think you should get married and um, have a family or whatever? Um, I think if you're in love and you think it's right, get married, have a kid, whatever age. See, so that's difficult because that's when money comes into it. I think a family is different than getting married. I think getting married, you get married at whatever age, man. Like, even if you've known the person for, like, two months, like, if you feel like it's right and you love them and you think this is the right person, as I said before, and you're not doubting it, you're not questioning it, get married. Who cares? Like, you live once, man. If, like, if you really think that that is the person you're going to be with the rest of your life and you can't see yourself falling in love with anyone else... And vice versa, they feel the exact same way. Then do it. Who like? What's stopping you? Family, though. I think you should start having. I think people should start having kids when they are financially ready, or even mentally ready. You can't have a kid if you're mentally fucked up. Or well, not. Not saying that you, being having mental illness is fucked up. But if you have mental illness issues or you know mental health issues. I don't think you should raise a child in that atmosphere or in that environment because that's just gonna reflect onto them and then they're gonna have those issues as well growing up. So, like for example, um, my mum has had mental health issues her whole life, and I'm not bagging my mum or anything. Like she did what she she did well for what she you know had, but you know those reflections of her mental health have you know, come back on me as I've grown up. And, you know, that's not... You don't want your kid being raised... Like, you don't want your kid to have those issues. You don't, want, you don't want your child to have, you know, the same issues that you've been through. So why would you... So I just don't think that's very smart of you. Or nice, even. It's a bit selfish of you to raise your child if, you're, if you know that you're not fit to be a parent yet or, or raise another child, if you, that makes sense. Also, financially, it's just not... It's not nice to the kid if you're not financially ready to have a child, because then they're going to be raised in a poor environment, which you don't want. You want you want the best for your kid. So why would you raise them in a world where they're not going to have the best that you can give them? So that's my input on that. Um, is it weird that I'm 15 and I've never kissed a guy? Actually, she's almost 15, so she's 14, and I've never kissed or dated a guy. Honey, I had my first kiss at like 16, 17 and I know a lot of people who still haven't had their first kiss and they're like 21. It is completely fine. Also, I didn't date anyone till I was 19. Like, and I regret that. Like, I wish I had never dated anyone. So there is literally no rush. Don't force yourself to kiss someone because you think it's socially acceptable. Like, no, even if your friends are all kissing people, that's because they feel forced to. Like, (laughs) you're 14, you should not... Be kissing anyone really or dating anyone, you're way too young. But if it happens, it happens. And if you do end up dating someone, you do end up dating someone, but don't force it like you're so young. Um, don't stress about that at all. Same with sex, don't be stressed about having sex or anything. Like, if it feels wrong and it feels forceful, it is not right for you. Okay, cool, amazing. Also, why are you 14 listening to this? (laughs) I'm joking, listen away, learn things. Okay. Okay, for the last one, it's gonna be a bit good, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> The last question is really good and I'm ending on a really good note. So she said, do you believe that to truly love someone else, you have to love yourself first? Um, absolutely, yes. You can, I was in a relationship where I did not love myself. I was self-sabotaging myself, that entire relationship because I did not love myself and therefore I could not love him. You can't love someone. How could you love someone else if you don't love you? How can you uh, ever fathom that that person can love you when you don't even love you? Like, it's like you need to learn to love yourself and accept you as you are before you can even fathom about loving someone else. Because they're not. Yeah, you no, know, it's like, how can you think of them loving you? Like, then you just, like, act badly in the relationship and you sabotage yourself and you doubt yourself and you you know it's it's not a good relationship to be in if you're not loving yourself before them and plus then if you love yourself then you know your self-worth so like you know when they're treating you like shit and when not to take their shit or if like it's a bad relationship and you know your self-worth and you know you love yourself you will see that that's a shitty way that they're treating you and you'd be like, well, actually, I don't need to deal with this because I love myself and I put myself first and this, and you're treating me in a really shitty way. So when you do love yourself, you will put, you know, you know your value and you know your worth and that's when you get out of, like, shitty relationships and that's when you will start having positive relationships. So it's, like, all very important. I really do think you should learn to self-love. That's also why I think you shouldn't date when you're so young you don't know how to love yourself you're not fully you're not you don't even have like a full personality yet because you haven't really I mean you're 14 but like (laughs) I don't know you haven't really experienced much so it's like oh so you should definitely not be in relationships when you're young because you you don't have enough room to like I mean some people really love themselves when they're young but like it's very hard to love yourself when you're young because you're still growing and you're still experiencing things and you're still becoming the person that you're supposed to be so how can you you know, be in a relationship with someone else. And that's when you have all the shitty relationships because you don't know your worth and you don't know your value yet because you're not you yet. So, yeah, self-love first, guys. That's why you should wait as long as you can, possibly can. Like, wait until you and your mental health and you love yourself and you know your worth and you know all of that stuff before you dive into a relationship. Even if you really like the person like just take it slow taking it slow is good guys stop forcing things like this guy I like all of my friends are forcing me to like make a move like make a move with him like you both like each other make a move and I'm like guys it will take its own course like maybe it's not meant to be fucking rushed like I'm not one to make moves and he's not one to make moves and maybe that's good thing maybe it was like slowly progress like where is the time limit is there a time limit that I'm not seeing right here like why am I pressured to you know make a move like I don't want to make a move I want it to be slow I want it to be patient I want it to be a nice love so like stop putting time limits on things that don't need time limits like we're not there's no bomb going off like we're fine we can take our time so yes anyway that was a random rant But yes, it's annoying. Stop putting time limits on things that don't need time limits. Okay, see, awesome. Look, guys, I know, I know I said I would talk about music in this episode, but I am pooped. I am exhausted and I need coffee. And it's also 1.30 and I need to get out of the study room because it's only booked till 1.30, so I need to leave. But next episode, I promise I'll answer the music questions. I promise you um give me ideas for next episode I I kind of want to do something new so if you have like any ideas on like anything new I can do like I loved doing the first episode and I loved the guest episode I feel like those were both really cool so if you like want me to have another guest on give me ideas on who you want to guest star besides my brother please oh my god um, and, um, give me ideas of segments or anything you want me to talk about, just DM the bitmuch Instagram and I, I will do it. Like I might not reply. I'll like, you know, but I do see the, those DMs, like the bitmuch DMs and I do take them on board. So if you really want me to talk about something or even just give you advice on something in the podcast, or you have a story that you think will be funny for the podcast or anything or any suggestions, let me know in the bitmuch Much. DMs and I will literally do it like there's no pressure okay well anyway thank you for supporting me as always I really love the support my podcast is growing very smoothly very well and I'm so happy because I think I'm going to be doing this for a long time I feel very at ease doing this so I'm very happy Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening every week. I hope you all have a splendid weekend in a week ahead. Um. Yeah, thank you guys. Love you. Um, please give a five-star rating or a rating or a review if you can, if you if you have a few five minutes. And I'll see you next week. I will see you next week on Friday morning. I'll see. You. Okay, yeah, I'm going. Okay, bye guys. <laughs>